Hello and welcome back to the CMLTA podcast. The call for nominations has gone out as the CMLTA is looking to fill two council positions for 2023. I can't think of a better time to discuss the role of a CMLTA counselor, so today I am very excited to have with me our 2022 President Danielle Marchand and 2022 Vice President Jessica Weeb to give us their first-hand experiences as CMLTA counselors. Thank you both so much for joining me. Why don't we start off with doing a few brief introductions? I'm Danielle. I've been working in the laboratory medicine field for 16, 17 years now. Um, Currently, I'm working at the Leduc Community Hospital as the Tech 2 supervisor there. I've also done some work with Connect Care, um, and I've been serving on council for three years, last year as vice president, this year as president. Also working with some of the committees that the CMLTA has, um, the Finance and Audit Subcommittee and the Legislative Subcommittee. Hi, my name is Jessica. I've been a medical lab tech for 10 years now. I currently work with Roche Canada Diagnostics uh, as a field application specialist, so I get to go around to all the hospitals in Alberta. I've been on the council for three years now. I am the vice president this year, and next year I'll be the president. I also chair the finance and audit committee and the legislative committee. Thank you both. I'm sure we have many MLTs who haven't had the opportunity to meet you who really appreciate getting to know a bit more about our current presidential chain. Would you be able to give us some more insight on the role of a CMLTA counselor and some of the responsibilities that come with that position? So all individual counselors form council as a whole whose role is to protect the public through strong governance. As a counselor, your responsibility would include attending council meetings, participating wholeheartedly, open-mindedly, and inclusively in the decision-making processes for the college. It's important to remember that council as a whole is in charge of overseeing governance requirements and compliance, not the counselor individually. Additionally, council delegates committees. Currently, we have with CMLTA a sub-legislative committee and a finance and audit subcommittee that provide reviews and recommendations to ensure that our bylaws and policies are governance compliant. Committees also perform scheduled reviews of bylaws and policies and will revise or amend as needed. Recently, for example, we implemented a whistleblower policy and added a pandemic response with the emergence of COVID-19. Council reviews and discusses these recommendations brought forward by the committees and motions on these actions, which are then put into place. Councillors attend on average about four meetings a year, a full day in length, with required obligatory pre-readings just to ensure preparedness. Councillors can expect to dedicate some personal time for meeting preparation. This includes the pre-meeting materials that will be discussed at the council meeting and travel is also at the councillor's discretion as meetings are online and on location at CMLTA headquarters in Edmonton presently. The college does offer reimbursement for travel and accommodations when required, as well as an honorarium to regulated members of council for the meetings attended, whether they're in person or virtually. Some great points, Danielle, and to build off of that, the role of a counselor is to help oversee the medical laboratory technology profession in Alberta by making sure that all the CMLTA members are meeting the specific legal and ethical responsibilities required of them. All of that is to help protect the public and their health and safety. So we use the Health Professions Act as our guide to make decisions and develop the standards of practice and codes of ethics that we then tailor to the MLT profession. The work I've done on the council and the work you could do as a counselor is very important and has such a positive impact for the public. Like Danielle said, there are four meetings a year that happen in Edmonton, take place on a Saturday. If you live outside Edmonton, travel is taken care of. 
And there's also time spent prepping for the meetings, but it's a very manageable amount and not unreasonable. Those are some great insights on the role, and I think it really will bring a lot of clarity to those listening in. What do you think are some common misconceptions about the counselor role, or maybe even some misconceptions you had before you took on the role of a CMLTA counselor? I think this is a great question because the mo- biggest misconception is the entire scope of duties you have as a counselor, I think. I know before I became a counselor, I really thought it was just dealing with complaints against CMLT members. That is a part of what we do, but there's just so much more. We make other important decisions around the educational background you need as an MLT to practice in Alberta. Also, what you need to have in order to register with the CMLT and use that MLT title. You also make decisions around what is required to demonstrate the continuing competency while you work as MLT in Alberta. I completely agree, Jess. Uh, For myself, what I've noted is that it feels as though you need to have some sort of a background or experience in governance. These skills are complementary, however, they're also acquired when you do your volunteer efforts serving as counselor with the college. They also offer educative assistance and support. A mentorship program is also available for new counselors. And there's numerous professionals on contract with the CMLTA that can be resourced and referenced as well. As a CMLTA staff member, it makes me so happy to hear how supportive you both have felt in your roles. We take our job in supporting council very seriously and know that for many individuals joining council, it is their first experience on a board. And so we aim to give as much training as possible. From your three years of experience, what has been the most rewarding part of your role as a CMLTA counselor? For myself, the knowledge and skills that I acquired coming into this counselor role, they've really broadened my viewpoint on governance within healthcare and how colleges fulfill their mandates to protect the public. It's truly been rewarding having the opportunity to work with fellow regulated members on council, so MLTs from across the province, as well as our diverse and inclusive representatives that are government-appointed public members, and recently the addition of our Indigenous consultant. Um, The college also provides opportunities to counselors to attend conferences where government skills can be nurtured and developed. For me, the most rewarding thing has been the people I get to work with. Like Danielle said, the council is made up of lab uh, professionals. It's also made up of public members. For the lab professionals, you have people from such a diverse background. You have educators, people who work in public, private laboratories, specialty departments, core labs. So you get to see the profession from so many different perspectives. You also get to see the profession from the perspective of public members, and they had bring such a great background of experience and knowledge to the council as well. So you get to learn so much and benefit from all the experience at the table. Sounds like you both have really valued your time as CMLTA counselors. Since we are only a few weeks away from the deadline for members to get their council nomination forms in, what advice would you give an MLT who has been contemplating submitting a nomination form but is still on the fence about it? Absolutely put your name forward. I did not decide to run for council until the day before the deadline. That was three years ago. I have now been on the council for three years. This year I'm the vice president. Next year I'll be the president, like I said. It has been such a great rewarding experience that when I applied or put my name forward for nomination, I did not think I had any of the skills that would be necessary. But Danielle said earlier that they give you so many great resources so you can make well-informed decisions. 
and you get to help protect patients' health and safety, which is a huge reason why I got into the lab profession. I would agree 1,000%. And on top of that, to the MLT out there who's thinking about it, I say to you, don't hesitate to come forward. The support and the resources available will make your mentorship process a very positive experience. CMLTA staff and council, they promote a culture of professionalism, equality, and diversity while encouraging these newcomers. Our next generation is the future, and that future could be you. Danielle, I do not think you could have said that any better. Thank you both again for joining me today and giving us the inside scoop on what it's really like to be a CMLTA counselor. For the MLTs listening in, we hope you'll consider putting your name forward for nomination by June 9th. And if you have any other questions for Danielle or Jessica, please feel free to email them to cmlta at cmlta.org. Thank you for tuning in.